Didn't they do a great job this morning? They did. Yeah. You know, it's big stuff for all of us, but I'll tell you what, when you watch the kids practice and then we're in a back room waiting to come back and all of them identifying each other, which country are you and which country are you and which country are you, it's just a, it's a beautiful thing to watch. I want to thank Dawn Benson. Dawn Benson is the one who arranged this, coordinated it, and she did an amazing job and she put in many, many hours on this, and she is very, very gifted in this area, the area of organization administration. So today, if you see Dawn Benson, please make sure you thank her for all that she's done. If you have a Bible with you, we're going to look at Psalm 96 today. Psalm 96, if you have a Bible with you, if you're watching by live stream, um, it will be on the screen if you don't have a Bible. But before we get into that passage of Scripture this morning, there are a couple of announcements that I would like to make related to the Missions Conference. First of all, next week, excuse me, next week when you come to church next Sunday, there's going to be all kinds of book tables out in the foyer, and there's a ministry called Ten of Those. It is an excellent, um, very doctrinally sound ministry that sifts through all the Christian books that are out there and picks the very best ones. They're known for that. The pastors were at uh, together for the gospel uh, conference last year, and they were there with their book tables, uh, very trustworthy. So they're going to have a lot of missions books, and they're going to have a lot of other books. So they'll just be here for one Sunday, Sunday the 12th. So next Sunday, if you are looking to buy some good Christian books, uh, that will be the Sunday for you. Also, just want to make sure we're all on the same page this month. The next three Sundays are missionary speakers. First, we have Brandon Buser, then we have Brad Buser, then we have Carl Kresge. They will present their ministries during the Sunday school hour, and then they will preach in the morning service. So during the Sunday school hour, the next three weeks, we will have their ministry presentations. So all of you from junior high through adults, junior high through adults, will all be in here for combined Sunday school for the next three weeks. Also really want to emphasize our missionary prayer albums. They'll be out in the foyer this entire month. They are for you to pray for our missionaries this is our missions conference brochure. We passed, had those in the bulletins last week. If you don't have one, there are some at the information center um, that you can pick up. Uh, and the very back at the bottom, it highlights our missionary prayer albums and said, praying for our missionaries is vital. So we want to encourage you to keep using your missionary prayer albums and monthly missions updates for that purpose. We have printed photo cards of our new missionaries to add to your albums. We also have printed a list of the missionaries that should currently be in your albums. All of these resources will be available on a table in the foyer this month. Janice Snyder, one of our missions committee members, will be back there today and throughout the month. And she wanted me to mention that if you're new here and you need a whole 
prayer album. We do have a limited supply of albums, so just take one per family, one per family. Well, we are going to look this morning at Psalm 96, and what I would like to do is read through that psalm for you. And as I am reading through Psalm 96, I want you to notice three phrases, all the earth, the nations, and the peoples. As I read through this, I want you to notice all the earth, the nations, and the peoples. The psalmist writes, O sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous work among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar in all that fills it. Let the field exult and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord, for he comes, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness. Well, our first point this morning is salvation and the glory of God. God receives his greatest glory when people from all people groups receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and join us in the passionate worship of the living God. If I were to ask you this morning, what is the purpose of world missions, many of you would say so that people can come to know Jesus as their Savior and go to heaven and not go to hell. And that is correct. But I want you to know that there is a purpose even higher than that. And the purpose that's even higher than that is the glory of God. The purpose of missions is so that people will come to know Christ as Savior and then join with us in the passionate worship of our exalted Savior Jesus, our passionate worship of the living God. So a huge part of worship and the thrust of this whole message is that we are inviting the nations, the peoples of the earth, to come and worship God with us and bring him great glory. We think of John Piper's famous statement, missions exist because worship doesn't. Mission exists 
because worship doesn't. Until people are worshiping all over the world, the need for missions will always be there. Verses 1 and 2. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. O oh, nations, sing to the Lord a new song. O oh, all the earth, sing to the Lord. What are we to sing? We are to bless the name of the Lord, and we are to sing about his salvation. This is another sermon for another day, but there is a very strong connection, a beautiful connection between singing and world missions. There is just a strong connection. Maybe I'll give that task to Pastor Mike, and someday he can share a message with us about the connection between taking the gospel to the nations and having the nations explode with singing and worship unto the Lord. Well, verse 3 is our key verse for this morning. Declare his glory among the nations. His marvelous works among all the peoples. Oh, let us. That is our task. That is our responsibility to declare the glory of God among all the nations. His marvelous works among all the peoples. God did not make his ways. He did not make known his ways or reveal his glory or display his marvelous works just for us. It's not just for us or for our people group, for our ethnic group. No, he did it with a view to all the nations, all the nations, not political states, but nations, people groups. I won't go into a long explanation of what a people group is. We've done that before, but it is a specific ethnic, linguistic, cultural people group within a political nation, and often there are many people groups within a political nations. And I want you to notice that in this particular psalm, it calls them the peoples. That's how the English Standard Version translated the peoples. And we are to take... The gospel. We are to declare the glory of God among all peoples, his marvelous works among all the peoples. And here's the thought don't leave any of them out. Whatever people groups there are all over the earth, our responsibility, our missionary, biblical, New Testament local church responsibility is to take the gospel to all people, groups, everywhere, and to play whatever part that we can do in, or whatever part we can in doing that. So God has called every Bible-believing church to invite the nations, the peoples, to join us in the praise and worship of our great God. Do you know that's the missionary task? We go to the nations and say, come to Jesus. Know him as Savior and Lord and then join us. Join us in praise and worship of our great God. Look at verse 4. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. Verse 5. For all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols, but the Lord made the heavens. O peoples, 
Forsake your false gods. Forsake your worthless idols and come and worship the one true and living God. Verse 6. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. And then notice verse 7. Another key verse in this passage. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. The psalmist is saying, O families of the peoples, all people groups everywhere across the earth, ascribe to the Lord, declare to the Lord glory and strength. Praise him, worship him, declare his glory among the nations. Verse 8, ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Verse 9, worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. This is our message. This is our message to the nations. It is our message. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him. All the earth ascribe to the Lord the glory. Do his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. O people groups. O Korah people. O Benin people. O Bengali people, the largest people group in the world that we just learned about two weeks ago in Sunday school. To the Yembe Yembe, to the BM, to the Itedi, to the Buryat, our adopted people group. Come praise the Lord with us. Ascribe the lo- to the Lord the glory and honor that is due his name. So, Don't just tell the earth the facts about the greatness and the glory of God. Tell them to join us in praising him. Don't just tell them Bible facts, but tell them about a Savior and tell them that through the Savior they can come and they can worship God with us and plead with God. Plead with God for their conversion, that they would come to salvation This is what the Bible tells us. All the nations must bow before the one true God of Israel. The one that we know as the Father, our Lord. The Lord of our Savior, Jesus. The Father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus, the Messiah. Come, nations. Let us all bow together before the one true Lord, Jesus, the Christ. Well, our second point this morning is judgment and the glory of God. So, big picture. We are to declare the glory of God among the nations. We are to invite them through Christ to come and worship the one true God with us. And then third, we are to warn the nations, the peoples, that anyone who rejects God's gracious gift of salvation will face the the righteous judgment of God. He offers the free gift of salvation in Christ to anyone and everyone who will come, but if you reject that gospel. 
If you reject God's gracious gift of salvation, you will face God as a righteous judge. Look at verse 10. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Look at verses 11 through the first part of verse 13. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar in all that fills it. Let the field exult in everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord. For he comes. He comes to judge the earth. And here's the thought. One day when Christ returns, there will be a renewal of all things. It is the day we hope for and long for. When that day comes, all of creation will be released from the curse that it is under. Romans chapter 8. And all of creation will bloom and blossom in an abundance that will make it appear that they themselves are praising and worshiping God. Oh, let the sea roar. Let the field exult in everything in it. Let all the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord. Oh, nations, he's coming. He's coming to judge the earth. And then the very last sentence, that very last sentence, he will judge the world in righteousness and the people in his faithfulness. So the psalmist tells us he will perfectly judge the peoples in equity. He will judge the world in perfect righteousness. He will judge the peoples in perfect faithfulness. So we declare his glory among the nations. We invite them to come to the Savior and to join us in passionate worship of the one true and living God. But know this, that if you reject him, if you reject him, you will meet him as your judge. So let me try to bring this all together. The nations belong to God. And he is going to. He is going to claim them for his glory. And joining him in this work is the most exhilarating task ever given to the church. The nations know that all the people groups of the earth belong to God. He is going to claim them. He is going to claim them for his glory. And joining him in this work is the most exhilarating task ever given to any local church. This is our responsibility. To belong to Jesus is to embrace the nations for which he died and for which he will one day rule. Your heart was made for this. You were created for this. And there will always be a longing in your soul until you fully embrace God's global calling for your life. Let me say that again. 
You were created for this. And there will always be a longing, a longing in your soul until you fully embrace God's global calling on your life. Right now we have quite a few people taking the Perspectives course. Perspectives on the World Christian Movement. They're taking it over at AgroLiquid on Monday nights. Back in 2002, I've shared this with you before, I took the course, and then twice since then as an alumni, I've sat through the course. And I have a quote from way back, one of the, the, the textbooks, the readers that they use have been updated over the years. And I have one of the early ones. And there is a quote that I have from J. Campbell White. It comes from an article called The Layman's Missionary Movement. And he says this, Nothing can wholly satisfy the life of Christ within his followers except the adoption of Christ's purpose toward the world he came to redeem. Nothing will ever fully satisfy your life until you accept, until you adopt Christ's purpose toward the world he came to redeem. John Piper puts it this way. Many other things are important in life, but this is the largest cause of all. Every follower of the Lord of Lords and King of Kings embraces this purpose and finds his reason for living in being a part of this great purpose of God to be glorified among all nations. Isn't that great? You find your reason for living and being a part of this great purpose of God to be glorified among all nations. How should we feel right now about the nations of the world, about the people groups of the world? We should have a passion for their salvation and a thrill, a thrill that God rules over them all and calls us calls us to be his witnesses of the best news the world has ever heard, which we call the gospel. God will, make no mistake about it, God will have a people of his own from all the nations singing to him and ascribing glory and strength to his son. He will, and we get to be a part of that. One of the greatest privileges ever given to mortal men and women You were created for this joy. You were created to experience this kind of joy, the glory of God, celebrated and sung by all the peoples of the earth. So let this lead us into the rest of the month of March as we seek to declare God's glory among all nations. Well, that brings me to the end of my message and after this very important we have an international potluck that we are going to have in the gym and they told me to give them a subtle sign that I have come to the end of the message so here is that subtle sign for you to take to them I am done okay (laughs)
If you are visiting with us this morning, if you're not a regular part of the First Baptist Church family, we want to welcome you to join us in the gym for that international potluck. We purposely set up for extra people to come, so we would love to have you join us and fellowship with us. I was asked to make two announcements related to parents with young children. Two quick announcements. First, during the potluck, please keep your children with you in the gym because of our child protection policy. They can't be in other parts of the building. And second, parents, please stay with your children when they go through the food line. So then when they go through the food line, please go with them. I'm going to close this in prayer. I'm going to pray for the meal so there won't be another prayer down in the gym. I'll, I'll do that prayer here, and then Pastor Mike will come and close us in song. Let's pray together. Father, give us a passion to see the nations, the peoples of the world, come to know our precious Savior as their Savior and Lord. Oh, Lord, we long for the nations to come to you. We long for the peoples of the earth to join us, to join us in fervent, heart-stirring worship of our King, Jesus. We thank you. We thank you for the food that has been prepared for our time of fellowship in the gym. May this be a wonderful time of rejoicing and sharing with one another. In Jesus' name, amen.